let's have a good pod, buddy. Good energy. Are you good energy right now? Um, like personally, yes. FPL wise, no. But okay, we'll see how that goes. I'm the opposite. Personally, just feeling not great. But you know, the show must go on. What? Well, do you want to talk about it right now? No, Jake. I don't okay. want to talk about it. You, you want to be my therapist? You're not my therapist. Uh, okay. I, oh, don't talk to me. Don't even talk to me anymore. Just don't. All right, let's do a pod. Can I talk to you on the pod? God damn it, Jake. <laughs> damn it. Welcome to the Art of the Dive. Game Week 29 is over, and Game Week 30 is on the way. We don't have any midweek games this week, thank goodness. Needing a break to just calm down from all the craziness. Jake has already pissed me off before the podcast has even started. It's spectacular. It really is. Jake, how are you, buddy? Uh, Doing well. Um, Getting excited for the end of the season. I'm ready to bust out some chips. Yeah, it is that time now. I mean the business end of the season uh we've got what is it nine game weeks now yep nine game weeks coming to a close everything's gonna get hectic i'm getting getting excited it's pretty crazy i uh i forgot to tell you before we started recording um this is gonna be our 50th podcast oh nice the big 5-0 kind of a milestone right yeah i think i think so uh it seems like we've been doing this a while and then it doesn't seem like we've been doing this a while i don't know if that makes sense but it doesn't it doesn't make any okay. sense uh again you're ruining the podcast but um uh, yeah i will say that uh it's it's been really fun i mean we've ticked over twenty one thousand total plays which is kind of cool and a lot of our podcasts are are hitting into the thousands of plays now like around a thousand plays so that's that's really cool for us and um Anyways, we're appreciative. Thanks to everybody who's been on board with it. Um, you know, some of our, our close friends. And this year, I feel like the community's really grown. So we're loving it. Thanks for uh, being on the ride with us. But enough of that because Jake's got me in a rough mood. Um, 29's done. We've got a week to kind of think about 30 here. So this week, we've got a couple things, a little bit of business at the top end of the pod here, um, talking about planning for this blank game week 31 and, and what that's done to some of our teams. Uh, quite a few questions coming up uh, from listeners. And then, of course, this week, we'll have to do a quick fire round to, to fire through some stuff as well. So, Jake, you ready to kick it off? Yeah, let's go. Okay, so first piece of business. Uh, we are going to be doing a Slack channel. If you follow us on Twitter, uh, I was talking about it for a while. Um, so Slack, for those that don't know, is kind of a business collaboration workspace. Uh, but a lot of the other, well, not a lot, but a few of the other FPL pods have started doing one. Jake, do you know what Slack is or no? Yeah, we, d- we discussed this. I'm trying to put when? me on the spot. Um, when did we discuss it, Jake? What is it? Tell everyone what it is then. Go ahead. Uh, <clears throat> well, basically, it's like this... Mm, Yep, you don't know. No, do you? no, that's not fair. I, I do know. It's, you know, words, words. Yeah, that's the issue. So basically it's a collaborative workspace um, that workspace. we can have. Yeah, yeah, shut up, Jake. We can have a number of different channels. So, for example, we might have a channel that's about questions for the podcast, another channel where people can post their teams, uh, another section where we can stream Ben Dinnery's tweets about injuries. Anyways, the idea being twofold. Number one, 
for those that maybe don't use Twitter or those that do use Twitter, Twitter can get a little loud sometimes and noisy. And what Slack will hopefully do is um, kind of narrow it down a little bit, make it a, a little bit more condensed. The other thing that I'm really hoping that it does is connect listeners of the podcast. So, uh, you know, we've, we've got all these people that are starting to listen now. And I do think that one of the cool things about our podcast is we have a lot of um, regular people that write in. We have a lot of people that regularly interact with us. And so this will hopefully connect a lot of those people a little bit more directly on Slack. Um, For now, we're just going to say it's kind of a trial. We're going to give it a go uh, from now to the end of the season. I think it's a great amount of time, just the right amount for us to try it. Um, I know some other podcasts have done like Patreon associated with it. Um, you know, we, we may do something like that in the future. I'm a little bit nervous about kind of the exclusive nature of that and if that hurts, you know, our ability to create community with the podcast, but but I'm not really sure. You know, we don't know exactly what it's going to be. It's going to change. It's going to evolve. Uh, but if you want to be involved in it, uh, I do need your email to do so, uh, to invite you to the channel. So, so far, I think we have about like 40 people probably, or 50 that have DM'd me on Twitter. None of you should have really received an email yet. Uh, we're kind of waiting to just get the whole thing set up, get some admins in place, get all the channels where they need to be. Uh, and then I will invite people as the week goes on here. So anyone that would like to, you can DM me, uh, on Twitter, the email address that you'd like to use, or you can send us an email at theartofthedive at gmail.com with your email address that you'd like us to reach you at. Jake, are you excited to try Slack out? I'm very excited. I feel like Slack's going to be my jam. Um, But do you think everyone's going to be really upset when they realize that in the fine print you authorize sending dildo ads to everybody when they give you their email address? you weren't supposed to tell them that, you idiot. You know, whenever we try to slander people, you ruin it every single time. You really do. Yeah, I don't so know. frustrating. It must be my good nature. Your idiot nature. Okay. Um, anyways, send me an email if you think you want to be involved. I'm excited by it. And I do actually think that for people like Jake out there who are afraid of Twitter, this is a much more intimate environment. Um, it's a cool it's a cool space. I've not used it much before, but um but FPL Trophy, Steve is the one by the way that launched the entire thing for us and has been helping me with it. So uh thanks to him uh for doing that. It it'll be a good go. Dude. Uh okay. That Twitter well, information was between me and you, man. What Twitter information? The fact that I'm scared of Twitter. Oh, it was one of those things I wasn't supposed to tell people. Yeah. That's all right. Jake is afraid of Twitter. That is true. Okay, we probably need to get into some FPL stuff now that we've spent seven minutes almost of non-FPL stuff. All right, so FPL Virgin sent in a topic for us to kind of discuss this week, and he asked, this really pertains, Jake, to kind of like game week 31 and planning for these blanks, and I think it's a really good question. He says, why do we hold unbelievably bad players just because they have a fixture in a blank game week? Why do we fall into this trap season after season? And so... Last year, uh, this kind of happened as well, where we had this blank game week. A lot of people planned for it. The Twitter community especially uh, really thought they had, uh, you know, kind of a leg up on the rest of the competition. And it turned out, just like last year, not to be the case. Now, we don't know what 31 brings, but thus far, the players that we've brought into our team in preparation, the Felipe Andersons, the Pereiras, um, these players who we expected to still be able to provide returns due to their fixtures have been quite poor. Uh, is this a trap, Jake, that we're falling into? 
something that we should really look to avoid in the future. What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I think that we are trying to fit the puzzle piece. Um, We look at these players, and they've had good returns for parts of the season. But overall, they're, they're probably not the best options, maybe not even in their price bracket. But there is a reason why the FPL community and the people who read up and stay with it are bringing these players in. It's because they're not they're not terrible choices. They're not wrong choices. I think it's a little bit of bad luck mixed with uh, pushing a little bit and trying to fit to to have eleven guys on the field. Yeah, Virgin follows the question up with: Has Pereira been the most atrocious sheep like transfer in FPL history? Is this group think? at its absolute worst within the FPL Twitter bubble. So this is a big one that people often kind of harp on is the idea of like when you get involved in the community, there's often some herd mentality that takes place. We've talked about it on the pod before. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Pereira's fixtures were good. He's had decent returns throughout the year. Lester's defense is poor. I will be the first to admit that. But I don't know that like it was a bad pick. Yeah, I think it's just bad luck. I mean, he was he was flying before this. He he had a stretch um, of seven, nine, two, twelve, four points, and, and it's just like you know you you bring him in after he he gets a bad run of fixtures, and so far he's had zero, two, and zero, and it's just it's unfortunate, but it's not completely wrong. And I think. The one thing that we forget is that a lot of defenders in that price range have really flopped. I think Trent is the Trent and Doherty are the two real big standouts that are consistently doing well. Um, and the reason Doherty is is because he plays in such a more advanced role, which is what Pereira was doing. So, uh, you know, complete disaster. Like maybe as of now, but were we all wrong to like consider him? I don't think so. Yeah, it's definitely not working out thus far perfectly, but there's a lot to go here, right? So we still have game week 30, 31, of course, and then Lester will play in 33. So I wouldn't necessarily completely count him out. Um, you know, I watched watched some of the match and then watched all the highlights, and he had a few decent runs forward. And, you know, it's unfortunate that it's not, it's not playing out perfectly, but it's just kind of how it goes. You have to play the odds, and I think having players with good fixtures that play in the blank game weeks is playing the odds. Yeah, and we who who was to guess that they would bring in the worst Premier League manager of all time in Brendan Rodgers? <laughs> no one could have predicted that. So. Hey, he was the manager at Celtic, Jake. That's a very serious quality club. Yeah, very quality. He wasn't even like, I feel like they weren't even in first place there. Like, when's the last time Celtic haven't won the Scottish Champions League? He can't even do that right. Yeah. I, I couldn't tell you. Hmm. Couldn't tell you when. Uh, our girl Emma wrote in, I will have nine players for game week 31. What are the pros and cons of using free hit for 32, then wild card in 34, versus a wild card in 32, then a free hit in 33, and using a chip in 34? So she's got it down to kind of two different strategies. Um, so she's looking at uh, either a free hit in 32, wild card 34, and then uh versus the wild card in 32 and then the free hit in 33 and then using a chip in 34 hmm um i mean for me i think that there's a lot more benefit to to playing a free hit in 32 because of the plush matchup so 
City have really, really good matchups. Chelsea have really, really good matchups. Uh, Spurs and Liverpool play one another, which is, um, you know, I'm going to guess it's going to be maybe a lower scoring match. I guess you're taking a risk by moving those players out, but Liverpool doesn't have a double. So I I think that there's a lot more benefit to using that free hit in 32 rather than 33, even if that means that you field a few less players in 33. She does say she has nine for 31. I think that's plenty personally. Yeah. And again, that, that goes back to FPL virgins, you know, do you make transfers to bring in players that may do well? Like, no, probably not. It's, you know, nine for 31's fine. And I agree with your answer. Um, I wish I was in that situation. Yeah. Instead, you're just going to be really bad and you're going to lose a bunch of rank. Yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking, speaking of rank, how'd you do this week? Wow. Jake, nice segue there. Yeah, thanks. Did you work on that one? Were you like trying to think of different ways that you could, you know, maybe bring me into a section on the pod? Um, you know, it just came to me. I think it's because we've been doing this for fifty pods. It's just yeah, yeah, the fiftieth episode. You're finally coming around. Yeah, slow learner. Yeah, slow is one word I'd use to describe you. Uh, I had an incredibly average game week. Um, thirty nine points. The average was forty. Um. So I finished with a game week rank of 3.5 mil. You know, it's just, it's frustrating. Like a lot of managers, I haven't had many attacking returns. Uh, Most of it has come from my my back. So Fabianski with the clean, Rabo and and TAA with a clean. Uh, And then zero goals from my midfield, which, you know, that's kind of been my bread and butter all, all season. And unfortunately, nothing there. Of course, my boy Barnes returns again. I think it's his fourth goal in five game weeks, so I'm loving having him on my team. Uh, But that's it for points. I finished on 39, um, incredibly average. Overall rank dropped to about 8,000. So anyways, how'd you do? Uh, Pretty average as well. I feel like I am just stuck in the mud. You know, I don't know if that the the Brits understand that. Hopefully, maybe it's muddy there. Yeah, Brits wouldn't. Yeah, it's muddy. It's like always raining there, isn't it? Yeah, so I figured they'd get that. Um, it's all they have is mud. Yeah, but I just I just keep yo-yoing in this four you know overall rank of four hundred sixty thousand. I feel like I've been there for weeks, mostly because all the transfers that I've brought in have been absolutely atrocious, like Felipe Anderson, like Pereira, like Rondon. Uh, they just haven't done anything. All my points have come from Van Dyke and Rabo the last two weeks, and then Jimenez, who's been an absolute beast. Uh, Captain Sterling, that was a huge disappointment. Uh, and then all my cleans just, you know, are coming from my midfield and not from my defenders. Johnny didn't play. Pereira came in for a zero-pointer. It was, it was quite the week. Sounds like fun for you. Yeah, I just, you know, yeah. I don't even know. I don't know what to do with my team. Sonny Boy, just he's he's below average now that Kane's back. It's just a disaster. Oh, well, sorry that didn't work out for you, buddy. It's okay. I have some some chips up my sleeve. Okay, you should probably take them out. You don't want things in your sleeves. It's not good when you're working on animals doing surgery. Can you imagine those chips falling out into the animals? 
Yeah. Not good. <laughs> oh, gosh. Like, Fluffy's not feeling better. Oh, let's take an x-ray. Ooh, I see a free hit chip in the your dog's abdomen i was thinking more like potato chips oh, or as the you. brits say crisps yeah i was thinking like yeah. gambling chips but it says like free hit on it in big letters that's what i was imagining okay i like that one better uh let's go through the league dive leaderboard uh in 10th mark edwards uh with 1787 for points i uh, had a great game week of 61 nice job uh, andrew bladen in ninth uh michael lamonico in eighth marco in seventh buck sharp I still think it's a made-up name. In sixth, Samuel Shapiro. In fifth, Arnie Marius Haugen. In fourth, Fripe Person. In third, up to second, John Eric Torstein Steinstein Steinstein. And in first place, still, Matt Frisky uh, with a pretty low game week, um, 39 points only, unfortunately. And Matt is currently uh, 410th in the world, so hoping he bounces back next week. That's our top 10. Um, FPL Patty wanted a little shout-out. Can we get a shout-out for the highest score in League Dive this week? Uh, is it Jackrington Stanley? Is that his name? That's got to be made up, too. That is not a real name. Jackrington Stanley. What would If you had that name, what would you be like, you for your job? Do you think he's putting his surname first? Like, maybe it's Stanley Jackrington? Ah, I see. He had 67, and his name listed on here is 48th overall, Jack, to be sure, Stanley. They must call him, they must call him Jack. Jackrington, you must be, he must, like, have founded a university and discovered a continent, I would guess. Yeah, I agree. Good job by him. Uh, Also, FPL the Adam, another listener who's uh, wrote into the pod in the past, uh, is still alive in the cup. There are 512 teams left, uh, and Adam is still alive, so cheer on adam i really hope he wins because he owes us 51 percent of anything that he wins and any endorsements that he gains from making it this deep into the cup i don't even understand how the cup could still be going on is there like a break has he been playing games this whole time no it goes till the very end of the year that's crazy that blows my mind god you have no idea what's going on do you nah um, you know i'm just here so i don't get fined Uh, yeah, you're getting fined anyways. Um, we'll take actually a short break now, and then the second half of the pod will be a little bit longer uh, with questions and write-ins, uh, questions about Wolves, questions about Sun, Felipe, uh, cheap defenders, and then some speed fire questions as well about all sorts of different topics and team dilemmas. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the second half of the pod, where we have quite a few questions and quite a bit of incompetence from Jake on the way. 2.0. Question for the pod. What's everyone doing with their Wolves assets for blanks and the rest of the season? Ross Kenny follows that up with keeping Doherty, or should we find some replacements? Wolves assets, Jake. I mean, Patricio gets dropped this week. You Do you have Patricio or no? I do not. I have Keppa and Gaita, which was quite a, quite a stressful situation to begin uh, with, but Keppa yeah. did play, so, yeah. Uh, it was kind of out of... Well, I mean, the thing is, uh, Nuno did tell us that Patricio was going to be dropped, but it was still a little bit surprising that it happened. Uh, Doherty also started off the bench. It was kind of a, a match where I think Wolves were, were thinking to themselves that maybe they could... I don't know if they thought they could get away with maybe a lesser squad... Um, 
you know, they they did. Uh, they did win the match, but they, they played a little bit of a different squad than they were used to. So what are we doing with those Wolves assets? Is it time to start looking elsewhere, or do we continue to hold? I do feel like they were trying to just get away with resting some players, maybe, and they did a good job of that. You know, I think Doherty's going to play the rest of the season, um, barring injury. Me personally, because I have so many players that I have to adjust to get in for game week 31, I dropped Doherty, or excuse me, Johnny this week, and I would consider dropping Doherty. He's still a fantastic defender, so if you have enough players to fill in for him for the blank game week 31 or want to risk you know maybe playing a defender short I don't I don't think it's wrong I don't think anyone would judge you for it but they have tough fixtures they haven't been keeping cleans I I would lean toward replacing him with someone else the hard thing is where do you go if you're not bringing in Trent in that that five price range you're gonna have to go very high the uh the one it could be like an, a good argument to say it's time to let a player like him go especially if you bought him low right because you're kind of cashing out on that value uh, that you've built up throughout the entire season yeah i don't i definitely don't think that's wrong and you could even drop low and and hopefully get away with not playing the player unless you absolutely have to that's another strategy in in the defender role yeah screw him dump him am i right yeah, dump dump him. Get him get him out. Yeah. Dump Doherty. Take a take a dump on him, right? <laughs> I, I don't I don't know if that's what we were saying, but we're getting there. We will. We'll get there eventually. You know? Alright. Uh, our boy Raj writing in what to do with Felipe. So uh Felipe Anderson, another one of these players that a lot of people were looking to to fill their team for thirty one and 33 and unfortunately just really hasn't performed i think i just saw a stat the other day that he's had one shot on target in the last five game weeks uh which is pretty outrageous uh especially for a player that you're expecting to get you some offensive points and who has produced quite a few shots uh in fact i'm looking right now let's see he has zero shots on target since game week last time he had a shot on target was game week 21 yeah, he he was, uh, you know, when FPL Virgin was thinking of Pereira as like the sh- sheepish or whatever term he used, transfer Felipe is that for me? I I want to stab Felipe, and I I think he will never shit. ever be in my FPL team again. Like he just like what a disappointment! I I don't understand how they're playing shit teams. They're scoring three goals a game, and he's nowhere to be found. He you know, was... it's not a disappointment, Jake. My anger level for him, I don't know. Yeah, that's not a disappointment to me, that the fact that you relate to stabbing professional footballers whenever they don't perform for you. I, I appreciate that in you. I really do. It's about the only thing I like about you. Uh, he's just been he's been such a disappointment. I mean, he was so fantastic. He passed the eye test. I will say his underlying stats were not as good as other players. Um, True. The only thing that's like keeping me from not losing my mind on him, or, or I don't know, maybe it's already been lost, but Matto, who was the other player I was considering in that price range, really hasn't done much else either. Yeah, Matto's, Matto's interesting because his underlying stats have been there, but the returns haven't, uh, and Felipe's underlying stats haven't been there, and the returns haven't. 
Yeah, it didn't really matter either way. I should have just kept Siggy for Cardiff because that's the only team Car- uh, Everton can score on. It uh, yeah. Honestly, though, the midfield points have been hard to come by. If you look across the board recently, like Sun, you know, owned by a lot, not doing well. Salah, obviously, which I'm sure someone will get to, in the, you know, in this pod. Um, it, it's just been hard to find consistent point scores. Well, completely, yeah, and the, and the midfield, like I had said uh, before the break, had had really been the focus for a lot of managers uh, that that had consistently returned points throughout a big chunk of the year. In the last, I don't know, three four game weeks, it's not been the case. I'm going to personally kind of keep on that path, though. I'm not too nervous about. Um, about that trend necessarily continuing the rest of the season. I think that the midfield is still the the point of focus for me. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, of course you do. Everything I say is right. Well, I, w- I wouldn't agree with that statement. Eh, most things. Jake's an idiot. See? Right. Nailed it. Eh, okay. Got it. Okay. Nailed it. Yeah. All right. Lonesome Pundit. Uh, best cheap midfielder for the upcoming blanks under, say, 6 mil. Brooks, Conte, a Leicester player, McNeil... Then he said otters, question mark. I don't think otters are a good cheap midfield option. I just, I feel like their ball control is lacking. Yeah, it's, it is an issue. The, the one nice thing is they're a relatively slimy creature. They produce a lot of their own uh, oils that they use on their fur that help keep the water off. And so very hard for, for, for opponents to tackle them, to bring them down. Yeah. Love a good otter. So, uh, answer the question. Go with the otter. I think, right? <laughs> I I like Brooks. I've I've held him uh, this whole time. I'm excited to see him back. He's got a lot of attacking potential and really passes the eye test and has some pretty good stats to back it up. Much higher xG than um, a lot of players, including Frazier. His xA is not where not at all to the level of Frazier's, but no one is in that price range. So. Frazier is another one that I think is 6.1 million and also maybe worth squeezing. I know that's kind of bypassing the 6 mil, but that's close enough to me. No, I completely agree. I mean, Frazier's on all the set pieces. Uh, Bournemouth has shown that when when the fixtures are right, that they will return points. Uh, Brooks is spectacular. If you don't have the money, go with Brooks at, at 5. Uh, at 6.1, though, I, I think if you can stretch to that, um, for the set pieces, it's totally worth it, especially with Wilson returning here, uh, another offensive threat that can help um, can help finish off uh, attacks. You know, I think that Frazier is a really good option. I'm considering him, uh, but but I like Brooks a lot too. If you're trying to free some funds up, he was probably, and I know it's tough to judge any team against City, but he was probably one of the few kind of lively players that could receive the ball and beat players in that that city team throughout the entire match yeah he's going to be an exciting player for years to come i i know that's not what we're talking about here but just wanted to get that in okay you got your little your little announcement in mm-hmm. uh is there anybody else in that i mean what about like barnes over at, at lester i mean you know he's played uh in the last let's see so he's played the last five matches in a row, then he had a game off, then he, he started the match before that. Uh, he only has two assists in that time, but he's been, from like an eye test perspective, uh, pretty good. How, how does he look statistically? I mean, I'm just pulling up his shots in his last match. So in his last match, he had three shots against uh, Brighton, seven against Crystal Palace, five uh, Spurs. He had three. 
I mean, he hasn't scored yet, but he's he's certainly getting the shots, uh, and that's what we're often looking for with attacking players. Yeah, I don't think he's a, a bad option. He's definitely second tier to me, but a differential to consider. I would still lean lean the Bournemouth players because of their fantastic fixtures, um, but Leicester also have pretty great fixtures moving forward. Yeah. Okay, Mario asks, is uh, is Sun broken, or do I need to keep him for the, the Sutton match? I um, feel like this so is just all questions all relating to my team and things I've been like just scratching my head about all week already. I kept him. Whoa. I th- I You're going to keep? Yeah, I'm going to keep. Um, I, I just, at some point, Sun has to come back and do well, is my thoughts, but it's it's very concerning. I don't, I don't have a great explanation. It's just Kane. Like I think it's what me, we talked yeah. About last me, week. So when did Kane? Which week, game week did Kane come back? Has he been back for three game weeks now? Yes. Okay. Uh, Sun has had one shot in each of the last three game weeks, in the entire match. Uh, before that, before Kane was there, uh, he had four, five, and five. I mean, I just we talked about it last week, so I won't go on a rant about it again. But um. Kane's Kane's an offense killer. I'll go ahead and say that. I know he scored again this week um, from the spot. He's a he's a good scorer of the ball, but um, yeah, from being I don't know. off sides and yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just uh, yeah, he really hurts other FPL assets by being on the pitch. So I I would personally I think that you move away from Sun. I'm the opposite of you. I think that it's not worth holding anymore. It's a ton of funds. Uh, to keep tied up in a player like that, I love Son. He's one. I've said this multiple times. One of my favorite players in the league. But um, uninterested with Kane back. Yeah, maybe he can go to a team where Kane's not there. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. It'd be any any other team? Any other you could team. go to Jake? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Any other team? Uh, FPL devotee. Uh, this one's kind of a tough one. Best sub four point five defender for thirty one. Uh, and 33 that's a really tough question um so we're there's not that many players that play in both of the uh in both the game weeks so 31 33 you know obviously we're not looking at like a, a chelsea because nobody there would play um no, know, no probably, one's under 4.5 yeah well that's right and that's what i mean right there's nobody in that in that price range so um liverpool nobody in that price range I don't necessarily trust like anyone from West Ham. Plus, actually, the West Ham defenders in general are kind of expensive. Maybe would you maybe consider someone from Burnley? Like, so I currently on my team have Taylor, who's the outside back for them. He costs four point four. Um, he's not by any means an offensive threat. He doesn't get forward very much. Uh, Burnley's back four is is traditionally a very compact back four that doesn't like to endeavor forward often. Uh, and so you're not going to get any attacking returns from him. But, you know, there's a chance uh, they have matches in um, in 31 against, let's see, 31 against Leicester and 33 against Bournemouth. You know, there's a chance for maybe a clean sheet in one of those two matches, don't you think? Yeah, I guess I don't know. You're, you're not a fan of the West Ham? Because, like, West Ham's been at least somewhat defensively good at points it's like you never know when uh but they held newcastle to a draw i like i think diop for west ham is 
not a completely unreasonable shout-out. He got a goal recently. He's 4.3. Yeah. I don't know. I, I It's so hard. You're, there was actually a recent, recently well, well-written article on the fact that clean sheets are just, you know, a crapshoot, especially when you're not especially when you're not Liverpool or Man City. It, it's just random. Um, so you're just hoping, you know, they play Car- West Ham plays Cardiff. I think Cardiff is one of the most lackluster offensive teams. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just random. So this is, you know, a very difficult question to answer. Yeah. I, I guess those are probably, but those are probably like really two of the only players that are guaranteed time in that price range. Even I, I agree. I was looking at Newcastle because they're not assured um, to play in thirty three, but right. there's a pretty good possibility. And Mankilo has been playing right back, but even the concern there uh, is Yedlin might be back. So who knows? Yep, he might true. not even play. Yeah. So I think those are probably your two. Yeah. Uh, okay. Big topic that a lot of people have had questions on. So there's one, two, three, four, five questions that hit on this about uh, Sala. And DLC says it best, I think. Why has Sala turned into Richarlison? <laughs> I love that. Um, Brad Francis said Sala replacements, I suppose, regardless of chip strategy. Thomas Bracken said, will Sala ever score again? Marvin Lagooner, can we stop being scared about not having Sala with five blanks in six game weeks because I want to wild card him out in 34? And Alex says... Uh, and this was in regard to my tweet about wanting to slap Salah. Uh, Alex says, while you're on your way to Liverpool to slap Mo in the face for his random arm throwing each time he gets dispossessed, could you also, if you've got time, punch Klopp in the nose for subbing on Lana in the 84th minute during a title-changing game? Thanks. Really appreciate it. <laughs> uh, Alec, um, I'm going to let Jake just stab Klopp because that's what Jake does. He gets upset and just stabs people, apparently. Um, but I will give Mo a little little slap across the face. Uh, Mo does this little thing. Uh, have you noticed? Like every time he loses the ball, or he misplays a pass, or somebody misses him, like on a run, he kind of like does this little hop and like shrugs his shoulders up and throws his arms into the air a little bit. Have you seen him do this? Oh, I've seen. You said that, and I knew exactly what you. I can yeah. picture it in my mind every time it happens. It's it lit. It quite literally looks like a grown man. Uh, throwing a, a little mini temper tantrum on the pitch. It's it's hilarious. And he does it about, I don't know, he must do it 30 times a match. Yeah, but I guess the question, is it Mo's fault or is it the rest of the team's fault? Like, uh, I think it's a little bit of both because, and we talked we talked last week about it, but, but Salah, when he receives the ball, is often like, he's often dispossessed because he's so direct when he gets it. It reminds me a little bit of like, Sanchez when Sanchez was like good Mm -hmm. and not terrible and broken all the time Mm -hmm. uh but but yeah he's so direct and I think what that leads to is players sometimes don't play him the ball but there was like a there was a a point in the match where Mane receives the ball he turns Salah makes this streaking run uh he's like in the goal if, if Mane just slots him and Mane like just completely fucked it like really really bad it's just classic Mane like I'm not passing to Salah because I'm the best player in Africa uh it's it's outrageous but anyways uh i guess we can get on to the the fpl topic of the matter well will he score again yes of course he will score again at some point in the season hopefully sooner rather than later uh coming up here he does have some nice little fixtures so 
So who does he have next, Jake, on the he docket? Has, Do you well, know? he has Burnley next. And honestly, I think, as you were saying, Marvin the Gooner, I don't know if you read this part, you may have, but get, like, can we stop being scared about Salah? And I'm very scared. I, I transferred him out this week because I needed the funds to, to adjust my team, and this is because of my early wild card. So you transferred him out? I had to. I had to do it. When? Uh, this week. I've already done it. He's gone. You didn't want to lead the freaking podcast off with that? Well, I mean, now we know. It's like a... You didn't want to tell me before we started, like, hey, man, I made a pretty serious move on my team. I dropped the best player on, in the game from last year. Uh, to try to free funds. You didn't want to tell me that? No, I, I mean, I just wanted to surprise you. So the good news is that he will go off the next few Jesus. game weeks. You're all welcome. Um, last time I dropped him, he had a hat trick against Bournemouth the next game. So I'm thinking four goals against Burnley is likely going to happen. Uh, I can't wait. But I think that's the good strategy to have is maybe once they go against Spurs, that's the time to get rid of him and see if you can try like going Mane I, I I guess that's the re- the two replacements I were I was considering and I already have Sterling is Hazard and Mane um eventually I think I'm going to be able to fit both into my team um but yeah, I think you have to be scared he can he can definitely score a ton of goals at any point yeah Jake you must be so bad at throwing like surprise parties why that like, was... everybody sh- everybody shows up they're all there for like two hours and then you're like, oh, by the way, this is a surprise party. Surprise. This is a party. Gotcha. Here you go. You gotcha. Here's, here's your gifts. Yeah. Nailed you. I'm Jake. Uh, I won't move him out. Probably, almost, almost certainly I won't move him out to my wild card in 34. Uh, and that's just part of that is because of funds distribution. And part of that is because I have other problems in my team. So... I mean, if you're replacing him, I think you're looking for players that have doubles in 32, and maybe you're you're dropping him after 31, uh, because in in 31 he goes against a Fulham away, but I, I think that that's a match that I'd hold him for, and then maybe in 32, like like Jake said, you're thinking about dropping him, and you're probably looking at you know Sterling or. Uh, hazard or somebody like that you could also go down with him um to to somebody quite a bit lower you know maybe you're looking at uh, um you know like somebody we talked about earlier like a brooks or something like that and then you could upgrade a forward to uh something else like a obamiang or i'd probably prefer a guero um but it's it's a tough one it is, it is a fear thing for sure because uh of his ability to to absolutely go off at some point and go on these runs where he has three or four game weeks where he scores one two and three goals uh but liverpool have looked they've looked like they started the year um where where they kind of were just i don't know a step off off the pace a bit and uh and certainly struggling and they're looking like that again um you know the wind will get you from time to time it really will yeah it's all about that wind yeah. <laughs> All right. Two point. Oh, oh. Did Chelsea suffer today after Sari dropped his big penis? I mean, Willie. Um. So Chelsea, we we this question. Well, this was a question on last week's pod. Was uh, you know, is is Kepa dropped from the side? Sorry, was like I need to uh, drop. A, I need to drop a, my Kepa and uh, throw my big Willie on the table. You probably said, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm guessing it was something like that. Uh, anyways, well the result... Well, Jake, come on. I, just... I don't think we need... We okay. don't need to preface it with everybody knows okay, what okay. that is. Okay. Um, you know, Chelsea performed 
you know, they, they walk away with the points against Fulham. Uh, but Fulham looked dangerous against Chelsea, which is a, a little strange to see. Uh, I think Kepa will hold that spot the rest of the year, don't you? Yeah, and I think he did well. He he actually had a very high rating that game, made some great saves. I don't I don't think it was Chelsea, or I don't think it, you can blame Kepa for giving up a goal against Fulham, I think. It just shows that Chelsea still have a long way to go. And yeah, even bring. I mean, I'm glad Hazard got an assist. It, it kind of like gives me false hope that he'll get some returns in this double game week. But he really hasn't been the same player recently either. It's just he has no. absolute fantastic fixtures. Uh, Car- Cardiff and Brighton, like, uh, you know, sign me up for maybe even the triple captainship for him. Ooh, it's a big risk go. it's a huge risk and i don't think there's any doubt about it but um trying to make up points and this is a question we've had in the po- past pods recently i think he's one to consider or sterling um against fulham and uh cardiff well i can't wait for you to do that and not tell anyone about it till we're halfway through the pod that'll be good yeah perfect uh no joke we talked a couple weeks ago about Asari's wife making him cigarette ravioli. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do remember that. I made uh, I made homemade ravioli this weekend with my family, and uh, uh, that's all I could think about the entire time, <laughs> stuffing it full of cigarettes. It would be funny uh, as if like you were smoking while you were cooking it, and like your mom was like, "Marco, I didn't know that you smoked." <laughs> oh, mama, don't tell me what to do. I got to make the ravioli. Put the cigarette butts in the ravioli. You know, yeah, something like that. That's basically how. My family dinners go. Uh, okay. Uh, FPL Trophy Steve, who started our Slack channel. Thanks, Steve. Shout out again. Uh, how did we miss Lukaku? Interesting question. Uh, should we be considering him and uh, as an option, especially if we're free hitting in game week 32? So Lukaku had uh, having a little bit of a resurgence here. I mean, basically uh, someone who we haven't talked about the entire season. Part of that because... United was was off to such a, a poor start at the beginning of the year, um, but also because Rom really hasn't looked the same since moving over to United. But in the last two game weeks, uh, twelve points in each game week, uh, he started the last four matches um, against Crystal Palace. He had four shots against Southampton, five, uh, and an attempted assist. Uh, looking certainly more dangerous and looking like he's going to be involved in that offense, especially with a, a handful of players injured, uh, including Mata and, and Sanchez. Is he a player to consider going forward here? Yeah, you're not going to believe me on this, um, but okay. I I literally have been thinking that Lukaku would have been a great ad for this past week. It's just not a question that really came up. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm sure you thought no, that. No, I, I have. And, and yeah, watching a lot yeah, of Man U yeah. games, I think he's a great differential and a very good player. Rashford has created a lot of chances as well. He's just poor at finishing at points. And he, you know, he had, I think, two, th- two and a half chances this last game and came away with zero goals, where Lukaku right now is, is you know, he has that finishing touch that we so desire by our FPL forwards. He's a good player. I know you call him a donkey, and he does ruin a lot of chances, but I think he's a great differential. It's just a lot of teams like both of ours, we don't have the ability to easily slot in a higher-priced forward. So would you consider him on a free hit? I definitely would consider him on a free hit. If I was going to bring in two players for Man United, it would be him and Pogba. 
Yeah, so they play Watford and Wolves in 32. If you were free hitting, you like those fixtures? I do, and I, I don't I don't like Rashford as much. I mean, he's still a good player, and I'm trying to debate what to do with him. I think I'll end up holding him and getting rid of Jimenez, even though Jimenez has been the better player, but that's that's something I'm I'm really struggling with either way. I do like Rashford less when he's kind of pushed a little bit further wide when Lukaku's playing. I I completely agree. It's like who gets Mm -hmm. to play in that top spot and whoever is is going to be the one that um, just delivers more in the FPL world. Yeah. Okay, uh, we got to go to kind of a a quick fire round here, Jake. Um, We've got maybe 10 questions. Let's do it like we did a couple weeks ago where I read a question to you and then you attempt to read a question to me and then I read a question to you and you attempt to read a question to me, okay? Okay. Most of these are selection dilemma questions or, you know, like team team choice questions. So uh, we'll just give the best answer that we can. Um, and hopefully we can help people out. I'll start it off. A uh, chap FPL writes in, which is the first transfer out that I should make? Uh, Sun or Rashford? Please give options for both. So who would you move out first, Jake? Sun or Rashford? And if you were moving them, do you have somebody kind of in that price range that you'd be looking at? So is he, I, I'm trying to figure out, He is he going to free hit in game week? 32 it looks well we like. don't we don't know just answer the question for what oh, we know okay. right like okay. who do you want to get out who would you dump first son or rashford if you had if you're going to dump both of them um i guess i would lean toward uh son um just because he's been so poor but the you know and the, and the good thing is he's still playing for spurs they're a top three side. I, I'm. It's hard to make an argument for him after what we've talked about, but he does have some good fixtures mixed in with some tougher fixtures. But he plays throughout all these game weeks, so that's an advantage. Um, and then Rashford, on the other hand, I, I think he's looked a little bit better. His underlying stats have been better, more shots, more goal-scoring opportunities. He still can uh, distribute pretty well but he blanks in 31 and 33. All right, read mine. All right. Um, So Mario um, wrote in for 31 and 33, would you rather have Hazard and King or a midfielder Felipe, question mark, and Vardy already have Frazier and Matto? Really easy. Uh, I'd rather have Hazard and King. I agree. I I don't know. Here's my question, because I don't think we're talking about this enough. Do you think King or Wilson? I haven't uh, really seen many thoughts on that. Well, the issue is that Wilson's, he's training. He trained two days this last week. He should train this entire week and be available for selection in the match. The issue is just like, does he get selected or not? I think that he'll be pretty quick back into the side. They might give him one game to get fitness back. Personally, I prefer Wilson. I think that he tends to play a bit further forward when he and King play with one another. Um, King normally is on penalties, but he did miss his last one. And with Wilson coming back, maybe Wilson takes those duties back. Uh, the My my conclusion of an answer is that I prefer Wilson, but I need to know that he's in the side before I bring him into my team. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. All right. Um, FPL Jim wrote in, Son Tamani this week or success to King? So Sun Damani or success to King, which one you want, Jake? 
I would lean going with King. Um, I just feel that Burnley's going to do a good job, even away from home against Liverpool. And I think if anyone scores, it's going to be Salah, not Mane, personally. Um, that's, uh, you know, it's kind of a, a risky call, but that's what I would lean toward. Um, FPL octopus is FPL broken. Great question. Yes. <laughs> Jake, that's how you do quick fire round. Do you see how I did that? <sighs> yeah. I, I okay. Mario, Doherty, JWP, Pog, Jimenez. I'm going to ditch three of them to field decent 31 and 33 players, but which ones? He says he doesn't have a ton of balls in any. Yes. Well, See, your questions are so much easier. Okay. Um, Pick three of those players to dump. Doherty, JWP, Pog, and Jimenez. Which one are you keeping of the the four? Pog. Yeah. I don't... don't, Yeah, I think so too. All right. Ask me my question. Will you take out Son and Rashford for Higuain and Bournemouth midfielder like Brooks or Frazier for a minus four? And who asked the question, Jake? Oh, Yo... Sorry. Yo, Pierre... Okay. Will you take out Sun and Rashford for Iguain and Bournemouth mid like Brooks or Frazier for a minus four going into this week? Uh, no, I would not take a hit this week doing it. Uh, I would definitely just do one this week, one transfer this week and one next week. Um, unless he's planning to do them both in 31, then I'd probably take a, a minus four, especially for those players. Uh, Raj asked us, Sterling out for hazard in 31, Jake? Ooh, that's a that's a great question. I I think there's other things that you can do. I I I want both in my team though, personally. Sterling doesn't play in 31 though. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, yeah, that's true. I forgot game week. I was thinking 32. Yeah, if you're not free hitting or wild carding, then yes. then that's probably a legit move. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raj again after three captain blanks in a row. Should I just captain Fabianski against Cardiff? <laughs> No, that's how you do it. Uh, I I should just start captaining Van Dyke. So, yeah, it's not a bad idea. Uh, Carl at FPL opinion thoughts on Fulham. He says, uh, "I don't I don't know who you'd go with. That's a hard. I mean, Sassignan. I I I don't know. I I would stay away personally. Yeah, I I think that that's probably the the right move there." Ooh, is this a new writer? I don't... Now it's my turn to butcher a name. Uh, what do you got here? Y- Yasub Alamri. Alamri. Uh, I think it's, it's Yasub, I think, Jake. Yasub? Okay. I think so. Okay, Yasub Alamri. Uh, close on the last name, but not really. But, you know. <laughs> is it supposed to be two A's? Oh. Okay, okay. Uh, Stankovic uh, will keep getting starts, question mark. Uh, that's a great question. I don't exactly know. Um, I, I don't know the status. So that back line that defenders for Huddersfield have kind of been like rotating a little bit and there's been different guys coming in and out of the team throughout the entire season. So no guarantees that he's going to keep getting starts. He started the last two game weeks. You have to kind of think that maybe, uh, you know, the manager's beginning to favor him. So, uh, you know, if he's like a deep player on your bench, hopefully he is at 3.9. You know, it's maybe worth a risk, but um, I wouldn't plan on him being a player that that starts every week for you. Um, 
Okay, those are all the quickfire questions. Jake, uh, do you have captain shouts for the week? Who are you looking at? I mean, there's a few good options this week. Uh, you know, Liverpool have against Burnley. I mean, Burnley have been better, but it, they, Liverpool are at home. Uh, Chelsea playing Wolves. Uh, City playing Watford. You know, so there's a number of teams that you could look at. Yeah, who can I get wrong this week? Uh, I don't know. I might just keep it on Sterling. He plays against Watford at home. I feel like Watford have, against big sides, tend to give up a lot of goals. Like, they just gave up five to Liverpool. Yeah. So I like Sterling a a little bit more, but Hazard is probably going to be my vice at this point in time. I think that's what I would say. Yeah, I, I think you just got to pick up a, a player from one of those teams. Uh, you know, Arsenal play United. I wouldn't touch either of those teams. Um, I, I think probably personally I prefer City at the moment uh, just because Poole have been so poor as of late. Burnley you know, weren't great this last week but, but have been a little bit better. So that's what I kind of lean towards. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's do some business stuff, and then we have a few more questions, rando questions that people – uh, sent in so make sure to follow us dive fpl uh, instagram the art of the dive online on our website divefpl.com we're on facebook as well don't use that platform as much but check that out if you're interested in the slack channel i need your email uh either through twitter you can dm me or send me an email at the art of the dive at gmail.com uh, and you can download our pod on itunes soundcloud stitcher google play Podbean, overcast Castbox, pocket cast anywhere you find podcasts uh do that subscribe write a review we're still going to, uh, I think we've had another two or three reviews written this week, so we'll throw those names in the hat. Uh, in a couple weeks, we'll do a little shirt drawing for um, someone that wrote us a review. Uh, Jake, we got a couple of random questions to close out the pod. Mario, will you do the right thing and have a crisp sandwich before your pod following the recent climber? Is that, uh, I'm not sure what the recent climber is, but I have... Because you don't use Twitter, that's the problem. Oh, yeah, that's right, because I'm scared. Uh, I have looked up (laughs) crisp sandwiches, and yes, I am going to start eating crisp sandwiches before. Um, So is it just chips? Yeah, it's just chips in a sandwich for all you American listeners. Stupid. Yeah. It's really dumb. But have you done that before? I'm I'm a fan. I think that makes sense. But is it like a – wait, hold up. I've had a sandwich with chips on it, but like is this just a chip sandwich? No, I, th- I think you're supposed to have other common sandwich ingredients as oh, well. I've had that. Yeah. Damn Brits. Yeah, it's not, uh, not a Scuthorpe. mind-blowing revelation. Yeah, it's not. Why, why are you guys acting like it's special? Stop it. My gosh. Scuthorpe Fitz. That's another made-up name for sure. <laughs> Do we really need potting? Love from old man who likes how language used to be. He doesn't like the word potting. <laughs> Uh, and I use that word from time to time. He recur- he, he prefers recording, he told me. So I uh, apologize to Scuthorpe. Uh, it's a great name. My gosh, you should be on Game of Thrones. Uh, Virgin also asks, uh, when you were roomies at college and shared a dorm together, what was Marco's worst habit and what was Jake's worst habit? Oh, man. Yeah. Uh... I'll tell you what my worst habit was. Too many ladies. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I guess you didn't actually have too many terrible habits. Um, I always thought it was funny that you would be pooping for hours while playing Angry Birds, though. Oh, yeah, I would. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> You've kept that one in your back pocket for a long time, haven't you? 
Yeah, I mean, I remember, like, I think I remember the day, it was like fourth year, and you, like, come out, and you're like, I've completed it, and I was like, yeah, everyone's beaten Angry Birds, like, everyone's passed the levels, and you're like, nope, three-starred every single level. I was like, I well, that's, I, that is pretty I amazing. I three-starred the entire game. Yeah. So I was like, that God, makes so much w- sense why you took hour-long poops. <laughs> <laughs> That is the saddest thing I've ever heard. Um, your worst habit was definitely when you'd study for big tests. And uh, instead of using your desk or your bed to put your books out, you'd spread everything out on the floor, like all your books, completely spread out, flashcards. And you'd always have your shirt off when you did it. It was like you were doing a workout. You thought that you were doing like 100 push-ups and you were really just studying. That was really disgusting. I didn't need to see... Your, your ugly body and all of your stuff on the floor. Yeah, my wife still tells me that when I do that. Yeah, that's sad. After perfectly nailing Sari's Italian voice, would Marco and Jake attempt to say 2.0 in a Sean Dyche voice? <laughs> I, <laughs> Dude eats worms. I don't know. I can't do that voice. Can you? I, I don't know. Uh, I don't. I, I guess I haven't heard him speak enough. I'll tell you what. I will do a little research on some Sean Dyche voices. I love doing voices of, of things, so I'll uh, I'll give it a go uh, next pod. All right. Okay. All right. Um, I guess that's the end of the pod. Uh, if you want to be part of the Slack channel, get in touch with us. Uh, we'd love to have you. Should be fun. Um, game week thirty. We've got a few days left here, so uh, midweek games as well. Keep, keep track of what's going on there. Uh, just in case it's injuries and the like. Um, and I hope everyone does well and enjoys the game. And Jake, anything to add? Uh, I think you're going to be excited for a surprise this week. Okay. Can't wait. Can't wait. All right, let's get out of here. I'm Marco. And I'm Jake. And remember, you should dive.